that hat pulled down on your head. Well, you look like a gangster. I do. You're kind of gangster right now. No. This hat's pretty, right? It is. You look so good in hats. It's a Michelle Maison. Oh. I've had it for a long time. It's cute, though. I like it. Looks good on you. It's French. Did it protect you from the rain? Yes. I'm cold. And it's been pouring all day. We just had a beautiful dinner for my mother. We did. Happy birthday, Bobby. It's Monday night. We just celebrated her dinner, her birthday dinner, her birthday with a dinner at a restaurant right on Pacific Coast Highway. Love it. Old school steakhouse. In fact... Before we get to the rest of the show, wow! Here's Bobby's birthday song. Happy birthday! Thank you. Look at that. I'd sing to you, but it's not I'll a dinner. <laughs> Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Bobby! Happy birthday to you! Go ahead. Clap on it. You can do it. Yeah! Happy birthday, Bob! Would you like to see another dessert menu? Aww. Uh, you want another dessert, Rick? No, that's good. No, I'll just have a bite of that. Happy birthday. Thank Aww. You, Mommy. Speech! Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> the waitress was like, I'd sing, but I can't sing, so... <laughs> Uh, welcome to your Daily Smash for Tuesday, January 23rd, 2023. I'm Rick. I'm Kelly. I can't wait to put my cozies on. Oh, look at the pajamas I bought my oh, mom. Oh, show off your birthday pajamas, Bobby. Look at that. We're going to watch a movie after this match. I'm going to have my mom watch Barbarian tomorrow. <laughs> I, I had the if... weirdest coincidence happen to me yesterday. Oh, yeah. If you need proof that Kelly has some kind of supernatural... Psychic abilities. Psychic powers... So we were at, we went to this place called Coco, uh, K-O-K. Coca? It, it was one of these TikTokers that did this. It's Westminster. So I was meeting George Esquivel, he, the one that did my shoes. Mm-hmm. And we had lunch with him. And Rick was talking about how uh, he bought houses. We're talking about Detroit. We're talking about real estate. And I, I bought a bunch of sort of low-income housing, like small starter homes. And was flipping them for a little while, and then I got out of it. In but Indianapolis. I, in Indianapolis. But I said Detroit, we were talking about Detroit for some reason, and I said, you know, I was going to buy some houses in Detroit. It's a very run-down areas. And so I'm thinking, when we're talking about this, and I'm thinking about uh, the, movie. the movie Barbarian, right? And I'm thinking about, is it really like that? Like, it's is that how it really is? a really bad neighborhood in Detroit. Every house is, is dilapidated except the one it's set in. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, like, what the heck is that movie called, right? I'm saying, like, thinking that. And then I'm thinking, Megan Weaver, because Jeff Lewis used to make fun of, um, not make fun, but just talk about the boobs, right? Because she's got those big boobs. Not, and, and Megan Weaver is beautiful. Like, she's drop, drop dead Drop dead gorgeous. But when the movie came but out. But when the movie came out, uh, Jeff used to tease uh, Megan, about, Megan it. about it, right? And uh, he went, more, more, whatever. So we left so we, we left the launch and we went to Eden Alpert's house and Megan Weaver shows up out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And I'm thinking, I was just thinking about her. Yeah. And and and, and, and the whole thing that went on, it was really weird, And then right? fast I was forward like, to I, that night. I was night. shocked that she walked into Eden Alpert's house. Right. And then that night after we had dinner with Jeff Lewis and we were in bed, 
I turn on the TV, I flip the channel, there's Barbarian. Barbarian, and it went Barbarian. I can't tell you how many times that has happened to me. Like, things like that that have happened It is such an odd set of circumstances. It's so unlikely that we would even think about that film because we hadn't seen it in probably a year. I, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me, too. And more evidence, I, I believe, that you... I feel like you see things coming. You have this ability to, to not tell the future, but maybe sense that something is going to happen is, or that... Yeah. That certain worlds will collide. You'll think of something and then it'll happen. It's it, it's freaky. It is freaky. It is a weird... Uh, where it goes, I think it's a sixth sense that you have. Yeah. Uh, coming up, we're going to show you a, a, a short peek at our interview with the Patriot Barbie, Lindsey Graham. That's for our Rick and Kelly show on Patreon. We're going to share a short clip with you here. Um, and we also have a super cool reel of the day and a crazy news story. First, if you haven't subscribed here yet, why haven't you? Why aren't you subscribed? Yeah. If you're it's watching, free. just push that little subscribe button. Boink. Boop. Boink. My birthday is tomorrow, but I already got some gifts. I got, including this, I, and I forgive me, I believe this is I from Claudine. I haven't gotten you a gift yet. I've got you a card. Oh, you did? But I haven't. Well, because I'm with you 24-7. Where, where can I possibly get a uh, thing for you? Dear Rick, happy birthday. Hope this wonderful day is filled to the brim with the guiltiest of pleasures. Ooh la la. Cheers to another trip around the sun. Love you, Claudine. Aw. She's um, so sweet. She sent a sports trivia game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I don't know what this I gotta, is. I can, do you have her address? We had to do thank you cards. Yeah. Do we have thank you cards? I do. Oh, good. What is this? Oh. Oh, Claudine. How did you so know? Nice. How did you know I needed socks? He loves basketball. Basketball and baseball I love. And football I love. So no, we I were can... at the we were at the Pendry <laughs> and I was wearing the boots and I didn't bring socks. I go, oh, Rick, yeah. do you have any socks? And he's like, Yeah, I do. Look. There they are. <laughs> so he does like these. <laughs> Oh, and Uncle Tony sent you a pair of suspenders. I don't know why he's doing that. I wear the same size jeans. I but lost... your pants were falling down the other day, and that's well, those why. Were, these were baggy jeans. But I'm, I'm the same size. I just lost, like, maybe four pounds. But four pounds on a 5'8 chick is significant, I guess. I don't know. My pants... Well, you look I'm, great. I feel fat right now because these are tight. Well, we had these a big are dinner. old. We had a big dinner, so maybe that's why. Yeah. We, we did Jeff Lewis Monday morning, and he did another Name That Tune, and Kelly kicked my ass. It wasn't even, and I knew it wasn't going to be close. The first time, I won the first one, and it was a fluke, like a month ago. But it was like 80s, like, love songs. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? I, I didn't know And, and this one was 90s, and she just like, was like three, three notes, and you were getting songs. It was crazy. Shoot, so he wants me to have a, um, a name that tune with uh, Carney. Carney Wilson, because she's apparently the best player he's seen. And today you were on fire. I think it would be a good matchup. But she's she she knows eighties. I'm not I'm not an eighties. I don't know eighties music mm-hmm. that well. Only well, Madonna, Michael Jackson, like pop stuff maybe. I think you should do Wham. <laughs> you should do one that neither one of you is proficient in. And then it'll be a fair fight. Mm-hmm. 
We mentioned Patreon. We were hoping that you guys will subscribe. We have a record number of subscribers, and we have an awesome show we put on every week. It's over an hour long. It's unfiltered. It's commercial-free. And this week, we have an interview with Patriot Barbie. And if you don't know who Lindsey Graham is, you may have heard about her back in 2020. She had a hair salon in Salem, Oregon, and she refused to close it. She op- she closed it for six weeks, and then she was like, this is ridiculous. I can't. I have to survive. She wanted so her to employees pay my bills. To, to get paid and have a place to work. And she was going to lose everything. She's going to lose everything. So she opened it up, and she had a press conference, and then the authorities swooped in. So um, here is... Uh, and she's a- the one that we did that cat reel. Remember that one that went viral? Yeah. She did that that cat when she went to the student council meeting. The school board. The school board meeting, yeah. yeah. So we talked to her about that too. But here, here's a minute clip from our interview. It was, it was really strange for me. I opened up my salon and I had all the news reaching out to me and saying, why are you doing this? And I'm like, well, I think it's important that you guys understand the government is so happy to give everybody unemployment and PVP loans, but we have to give those to our employees who aren't even working. No one is offering us any financial help. Not that I want financial help from the government. I want to be able to work. And I think I need to speak for business owners. And when the press conference happened, I I couldn't imagine anyone feeling like I was wrong because I'm like, look at, I mean, look at what's happening to me. I, I've invested all of my life savings and all of my life's work into these businesses. Now I'm going to lose them. This just doesn't make sense to anybody. And I went on the news and when I sat down and started watching like kind of the replay and reading the comments, I was like, wait, people are really pissed. Like they're calling me a murderer. They're making fun of my lips. They're making fun of my hair. Like who are these people? What does my lips have to do with like me being a business owner? She was talking about all the hate she got. Like me. Yeah. It's like me. What she went through is exactly what I went through. Like, the cancel culture saying that I am like the worst human being, that I was like out killing people and that, you know, I'm doing all these mm-hmm. things and like I, I'm selfish. And I mean, I and I got that small tolerant group that wants everybody to be tolerant of them. Right. Yeah. That, that group. Yeah. Yeah. But when when you when if you, they don't like what you have to say or you're not in line with them. They're the biggest haters. It was biggest. It, it was like a gang mentality. It was bullying against people with independent thought and people who with critical thinking yeah, skills. Yeah, it was unfortunate. Anyway, get the full story uh, from Lindsay. I love that chick. The full interview on uh, this week's Patreon, uh, the Rick and Kelly Show on Patreon.com. 127th episode dropping this week. I liked her too. I liked her. Very a intelligent lot. and really interesting. Um. You found this reel of the day that, uh... It's kind of significant. Let's watch it. Okay. woman had a pet snake that she loved very much. The snake was about seven feet long, and one day, it just stopped eating. After several weeks of trying everything, the lady still couldn't get the snake to eat. The woman took the snake to the vet and explained her situation. The vet replied, I see. Has your snake been sleeping with you at night or snuggling real close and stretching himself out? The woman said, Yes, every day and it makes me so sad that I can't help him feel better. The vet said to the lady, Ma'am, your snake is not sick. It has been preparing to eat you. 
He's been sizing you up every day so he knows how big he has to be. He's not eating, so he has enough room to digest you. Moral of the story, recognize the snakes around you. Just because they seem close to you doesn't mean their intentions aren't to devour you. Like, that sounds like Tamara. <laughs> sounds like everybody on The Housewives. Yeah. Doesn't it? You can't trust them. Can't trust them. No. Um, this is not the in the news that I want to do. Wait, wait. How did you find that, though? It was on page six. How come you, you didn't want show to do that it? to me? <clears throat> I was going to save we it for met, in the news. We met that guy. I know we did. Are you going to tell the story? Yeah, yeah. I want to hear it. So this is uh, Ramona Finger... Uh, Finger? Finger? <laughs> <laughs> Ramona Singer's boyfriend, Bill Luby, who we met at her house in mm -hmm. the Hamptons. Nice guy. Nice guy. He apparently had a loud, obnoxious night out in New York City. And one of the reasons why this caught my eye is because Chaz Dean is the source. And Jeff Lewis was talking about Chaz Dean this morning. Oh, my God. And he's the loveliest. He gave us all this shampoo. Julie's like, he's the nicest guy. Julie was in love with him. Yeah. Chastin. When he brought up his name, I still couldn't remember who, how I knew that name. It was, he's this famous hairdresser. Mm -hmm. So Bill Luby goes out for dinner with a bunch of friends. Um, and celebrity hairstylist Chaz Dean says he ran into him, whom he described as effing intense, at Nona Beppa while they were each dining separately with groups. We walked in, and they were at the bar, and it was like fratness, Dean shared <laughs> on Monday's episode of the Behind the Velvet Rope, David Yontef's podcast. Oh, God. We walked in. Oh, sorry. They were drunk and obnoxious before they even sat down. And then when we realized that they were there for dinner, it was just loud and insane. It was so inappropriate, and it was so obnoxious for all the patrons at the restaurant. And even the staff kept looking like, oh, my God, what do we do with this? Dean, 49, said the financier was FaceTiming Ramona at He's the time. He's my age? Chaz Dean is my age? Chaz Dean is 49. He's a year older than you. Wow. He said he was FaceTiming Ramona, and they were in their own world. Then one of them at their table was trying to hit on one of the girls at our table, he said, adding the friend tried to get one of their girls to come back to his hotel. Dean clarified that Luby did not hit on anyone. He was just so shit-faced, is the quote. He brought Ramona on FaceTime to our table, he told the host, explaining that the move was Luby was trying to wingman for his friend. It was that sort of element. It was like they were 20-year-old college kids. He said their behavior wasn't fair to those who were trying to have a nice, quiet dinner. Chaz Dean sounds like a real drip. He was so much fun. I'm you kidding. want to talk about I'm kidding, Chaz. Like, do, no, we had so much fun at uh, Carrie and Todd's house with him. Yeah, we, we had we Thanksgiving were with him. We were loud. With like, he was, he kept calling everybody different names. Like, we had a good time. with That him. was um, we were playing uh, left, right, center. Yes, and he but he calls everybody by it, like a like a different name. It, yeah, yeah, it was a good time. He he's he's a nice nice man, very generous. I love that Chaz Dean. Um, I have to pause our show for a moment because I want to find the story that we were going to tell. And it's in my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Um, I want to say thank you to April Ross. April Ross is from Maine. She's one of our patrons. Mm -hmm. I love her very much. She got me these sea bags. They're from Maine. They're recycled signs from hard sailing. Isn't that Re cool? Recycled from sails. Yes. Like sails on a sailboat. Right. And um, a machine wash or spot clean. But how cute is this? 
That's That's to keep your stuff waterproof. Uh huh. And then she's got you can put all your little things inside here. Pockets, yeah. It's these are so cute. And And the other one. I love this one too. Very nautical. Look at how cute this thing is. Yeah. She says these are like the coolest things. They're called Sea Bags Maine, handcrafted. Thank you, April. Thank you, April. And she sent us a bottle of wine too. I I know. Well, someone did, and we don't know who it's from. Oh, that's right. That was a separate gift. That was, it was a card with one, that one. It was called One Hope or something. It was a card with that one, and it did not have a signature on it. Yeah, we don't know who gave it to us. Yeah. One Hope. Let me read this. <clears throat> Thank you for being you. You two are such a wonderful couple and bring so much to this Patreon community. I'm sending you a special wine from One Hope that gives 10% back to charity. They have raised over $10 million to date, but honestly, I just wanted you to know about it as I'm a rep. But the real reason is to say thank you. I appreciate you and Rick every day. We're going to have to read this on the on the Rick and Kelly show. On yeah, Patreon but we don't know too. who gave it to us. It, it, you didn't write your name. Well, you know what? If you're watching this and show... And it's from Oakville, which I love those wines up from yeah, good. St. Helena. Well, we're going to drink it. Okay, in the news now. In the news! So this this story got me going, okay? Kelly well, found I it. read it, and oh, God, I had Rick going. Okay, go ahead. So you... Oh, I need to play the video. Okay, we'll play the video. So you may have heard the police are searching for a suspect... In Arizona, who has been trolling the campus at, was it Arizona State or, or Arizona? U of A. U of A. And Tucson. And three, committed three attempted abductions. Tried to grab three separate female college students walking up by themselves. But we're going to play it, right? So ABC runs a story. Okay, and we're going to play it for you. I want you to watch the story and tell me if you catch what's missing from this story. Here it is. Tonight, the FBI is now on the case after several attempted abductions, all of them involving young women being followed at the University of Arizona. Here's ABC's Doreen Shaw tonight. Tonight, the University of Arizona on edge after the attempted abductions of three female college students in the last week. UAPD is enhancing its patrol capabilities. We're working hard to saturate the campus within the area and outside the area. The three incidents taking place within a mile of the Tucson campus, repeating a similar pattern, a man following the women in his car. One victim attacked from behind, screaming before the suspect fled. A second woman reporting being followed by that vehicle. The third woman groped, but able to get away. All of the victims described the suspect as a man 30 to 40 years old, around six feet tall, with a medium heavy set build and close cropped hair, Police say he is driving an early 2000s dark blue Toyota Camry or Corolla with tinted windows and Arizona plates. Authorities urging students to take precautions while the suspect is on the loose. I won't be around by myself or I'll have to be on the phone with somebody that's like nearby. And David, the FBI is helping local officials, offering to process any evidence at Quantico to help develop leads on the suspect as quickly as possible. David? Zorin shot tonight. Zorin, thank you. ABC and a lot of these networks are just so overly cautious about not offending anyone that they won't even say what the skin color of the suspect is. So I did a quick search because Kelly and I, I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, Well, I put it on there. Is is he white? Is he Hispanic? Is he black? Is he he Asian? Asian? Like, what is this guy? They just said, uh, he is a suspect between uh, approximately six feet tall with medium to heavy set build and close buzz cut hair. Okay, but is it a white guy with close buzz cut hair? Is it a Hispanic guy? Uh, what is it? Is it uh, Asian? I mean, if you don't tell me what color the How person is. How are we going to know? 
That's a very important characteristic. There's no reason to leave that out. I'm sorry. Well, there are these 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 programs right here. These news outlets are so afraid to offend anybody. Yeah. This but, is absurd. What's but Tucson going on. police, I did a very, I mean, I'm talking about it, the quickest internet search you could ever do. The very first article that popped up from a, from a newspaper had the Tucson police description, which includes his apparent race. He's a man described as a man with a dark complexion who was possibly Hispanic. Okay, oh, you can't say that on national television? Are you going to offend the Hispanic community because this guy might possibly be Hispanic? Is that more important than catching the person who is trying to potentially sexually assault a, a, a young college student walking alone on campus? Are you going to you know, protect everyone else and not the potential victims from this guy? Well, wh- why is that? Why, why do news, the mainstream media, why do they do that? The first there, time there... I encountered this was when there was this movement to not say if a suspect was African American because they were because there were a lot of suspects that police were looking for who happened to be black and people were like, well you keep saying it's a black guy, blah blah blah, and it's offensive to the community or whatever. And that's the first time I remember this coming up. But being realistic here, if you're gonna put out a description of a suspect and expect people to help catch that person, you need to describe exactly what that person looks like. Everything right. you know about him so that the public can be on, on guard and aware. There's no point in saying he's six feet tall and heavy set with a close cut hair if you're not going to say what color his skin is. I'm sorry. It's ridiculous. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide up everybody up in here. I mean, I could fit the suspect, the suspect description if you don't tell me what skin color he is. Right. Now, maybe the cops, some people might say, well, then you're going to their perceptions might be affected by the way you've described this person. Maybe he's not Hispanic. Maybe the, the one witness was wrong. So we don't want to put that out there. But the Tucson police say he had a dark complexion, possibly Hispanic. Yeah. Anyway, it pissed me off. Better than being pissed on. I agree. And that's the kind of stuff we like to do on our Rick and Kelly show on Patreon. So if you're not subscribing what there, you maybe What time is it should. right now? I think it's time Julie's to watch home. our movie. I think Julie's home. I think it's oh, barbarian God. time. Uh, have, have a smash-tastic day, everybody. We hope Bye, you guys. Enjoy yeah. It. Wait. Take care. Wait. What? I want to thank everybody for the birthday wishes. Thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> Happy birthday, Bobby. That's so nice. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.